Welcome to Align Sacred Alchemy, a space to share stories to uplift, energize, and spark your awakening in remembering your unique brand of magic. We talk about all things energy, ethical, healthy, and inclusive manifesting, being in a state of receiving, and how to courageously manifest on purpose to live the life you are truly capable of living. Join me for each episode as we tap into your inner guidance and inspiration from conversations that we have to remember why we are all here and how we get to honor ourselves so that we can all enjoy our journey along our soul's path. Welcome to this episode where I'm going to be sharing with you a previous Instagram live that I did about alchemizing your shadows for empowered manifesting. Alchemizing in this context means to transform the more negative traits of those inherent aspects of you that keep you off track or distracted from your path to receiving what you keep saying that you desire and changing that, transforming that into the more exalted state that opens you up to being in a more expanded state of receiving. Because the thing that most people forget about manifesting is that you can do all the things exactly how you're supposed to, but if you have something blocking you from receiving those desires, it will only ever exist in energetic form and not actualize into your physical reality. So this is such a huge piece of the puzzle that I talk about in this particular live stream I did and I wanted to share this with you on the podcast because over the years many of you have asked me if I could make audio files of my live streams for easier listening. So here it is, an easier way for you to take in the wisdom that I channel on my live streams in your own time and at your own pace without needing to be tied down to watching a video. And if you're anything like me, you'll appreciate being able to move about and do other stuff as you listen in and soak up this transmission. In most manifesting practices, shadows have got a really bad rep and the onus seems to be on eliminating them, on fixing them, on healing them. So shadow work can seem like something sinister and dramatic, but when you truly embrace your shadows and acknowledge them, there is deep wisdom and gifts that are held within those shadows. So in this episode, I talk about how those shadows may be impacting you in manifesting, how they may be showing up for you. And I will also share the three main shadows that I repeatedly see in my clients so you can see which ones you identify the most with. And if you're up for listening to the live streams and the recordings that I do, head on over to Instagram and you can have an interaction in the live session where I respond to your questions. We have engagement, we have back and forth conversation. So feel free to go over to my Instagram. The link is in the show notes and connect with me over there. In the meantime, enjoy. Hey everyone, it's Ras from Divine Sacred Soul. I just hopped on to speak to you about alchemizing your shadows. 
And today I want to, I've been speaking a lot about shadows recently and how it affects your manifesting. So I want to talk a little bit more about how you get to alchemize your shadows for more empowered and embodied manifesting. So let's begin by talking about what are shadows? What even are shadows? So if you're watching live or you're on the replay, let me know in the comments below. Do you, have you heard of the term shadows? Do you know what that means? And what would you say is your definition of shadow or shadow work? Because it's a term that I've been using a lot. It's a term that I see thrown around a lot within the healing, spiritual and even self-development community. And I think that there are a lot of misconceptions as to what shadow work is and what shadows really are. So I just want to firstly clarify when I'm talking about shadows, the context with which I speak about shadows and shadow work as it relates to manifesting and more specifically successful, embodied, aligned manifesting that actually works for you. Because if you've been hanging around in my world, you'll know this about me, that I'm all about activating your own unique ability to manifest in your unique style. Not in the style that you've been taught by other people, that you've read in the books, that you've studied with the law of attraction and all of those things, but how your soul is designed, it is wired to create. All right. So with that being said, let me begin with what I define shadows as. So for me, what I think in my view is that shadows are this aspect of you that's ever present. It's always there. And most people perceive shadows as being this negative aspect of you that you need to get rid of, that you need to change, that you need to eliminate. And here's what I'm here to say is I call BS on that. I don't believe that shadows are something that you need to eliminate, that you need to get rid of. In my view, shadows are simply that unconscious, wounded aspect of you. They are usually made up of your unconscious beliefs, the perspectives, your ideas, your instincts, your instinctual behaviors can also be under the umbrella of your shadows as well. It's all of these things, behaviors, beliefs, perspectives, all of those things that you're usually susceptible of falling into, but because we have this negative association with shadows, what we tend to do, most people anyway, is to cover up the shadows and wear this mask and pretend like, oh, we don't have those shadows, those shadows don't exist. Or if you're anything like me and you've been doing the self-development, healing, all of that kind of stuff, you work through them so you can get rid of them, so that you can be more positive, so you can vibe high and therefore manifest and magnetize all the things that you desire because that's the way the mainstream is teaching manifesting. And I'm inviting you to a completely different perspective. I'm inviting you to change your approach to that. So if we know that shadows are an intrinsic aspect of ourselves and they stem from a wounded part of ourselves, then 
it stands to reason that they're actually not good or bad. They're not, there's nothing right or wrong about them. They're not better at than or worse than your gifts and the positive traits and aspects of you. They just are, right? So contrary to the popular belief, then you don't need to eliminate them. What you do need to do, and this is what I've arrived at after, oh my gosh, so much experimentation, so much learning on my part, so much trying to do it the way that everyone's teaching it and just positive thinking, vibing high, keeping my vibrations high so that I can attract all the things that I desire and that not working for years and years. And what I arrived at through all of my learning and experimentation was this, that when you bring harmony to the aspects of that wounded part of you, the shadow, with your gifts, when you start to reconcile between the gifts and your shadows so that the two can coexist together in harmony, that's when the magic really can start to happen for you. That's where you get to unlock your soul's wisdom to create and activate the blueprint that you already came born with into this lifetime of manifesting. It is the way that you uniquely manifest, right? So you get to this stage within you where you alchemize those shadows you harmonize the energy and the conflict and the resistance that we have been conditioned into through our culture, our beliefs, our conditioning through the self-development industry and the healing industry, all of those things. You start to become aware that one is not better than the other and one does not have to overpower the other. What do I mean by that? Is that your gifts are no more stronger than your shadows. You know, that it reminds me of the, the saying, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Anyone ever heard that? Let me know with a thumbs up if you've ever heard that. But that's the expression that really applies here. It, your shadows are no weaker than your gifts and your gifts are no stronger than your shadows. They are both, they live in harmony in conjunction with one another. And so that's where, when you arrive at that realization, when you start to embody that is where you get to draw the deep wisdom, the hidden gems that are concealed within your shadows. That's where you get to start to use that shadow to your advantage. And then when you can see what is an actual shadow which is causing you distraction, which is causing you to go off path from your soul's path and therefore manifesting your desires. Because here's a little side note, if you're manifesting your desires and you want to do them successfully and want successful manifestation over and over and over again, then it's much easier to do, just a little secret for you guys, it's much easier to do when you're walking along your soul's path. When you're not trying to chase after other people's ways, frameworks, methodologies, or paths, and you're actually walking on what is true for you and your soul, what is aligned to you and your soul, your inner knowing, your intuition. Nobody knows better for you than you. Nobody in the world. Nobody is more qualified to know what is correct for you. Okay, so when you start to 
come out of that loophole of resisting and reacting to the shadows and you really start to embrace them. You start to notice where those shadows are popping up for you in your life. Where are they showing up? How are they showing up in your bank account? How are those shadows showing up in your relationships? How are they showing up in your workplace? And then we get really pragmatic about where those shadows are appearing in your life because when you start to learn that the first step is learning about what your unique shadows are because they're going to be completely unique to you even though there may be you may share the same shadows with someone else but they're always going to be very nuanced specific to you based on your experience based on your culture your upbringing your genetics your lineage your specific and bespoke energetic circuitry, your energetic signature, which is all unique to you. I always say it's as unique as your fingerprints are. All right. So it's not a one size fits all kind of thing. But when you start to notice those shadows, then you're going to start to realize where they've been coloring your perception of the world because they influence, right? They influence the way you see the world. They influence the way that you experience the world. Think about the experiences of you. If you have siblings or cousins or friends that you grew up with, the same exact experience, how many of you can relate to this? You could have gone through the same exact experience, but each of you, maybe your siblings or your friends, or your parents would have experienced it differently. They will have a different version of that story to tell because they've seen it through their own lens and shadows color the lens through which you experience your world right? They, they color the way that you perceive the world. They color the way that others perceive you. It also colors the way you experience yourself, not just the way you experience the, the world, but how you're experiencing yourself and therefore how others are experiencing you. And I get many clients who say, oh, but it's because my husband's negative or he's not supporting me or my in-laws are like this or my children are like that or my my manager is this way or that way. And that all stems from how you are showing up in the world. And that largely depends on what shadow you're operating from. The quicker you start to acknowledge this, the quicker you start to notice where these are showing up in your life, the easier it becomes to change it. The easier it becomes to catch yourself in the shadow. And then you can get to change it because you can only change what you're aware of, right? If you don't even know that you're operating from shadow, how on earth are you going to change it? Right? Okay. So let me know if this is resonating with you. If this is sparking anything, I would love to hear from you. But it affects the decisions. Now, why is this all important is because all of these things affect your day-to-day decisions, the things that you're doing, the choices that you're making on a daily basis from what what are you eating for breakfast in the morning to uh, where you're going to go on holiday next year to the life-changing decisions, whether you move that house, whether you move that job, whether you go on a date with that person, like all these life-changing decisions that you make every single day, it affects that. It will stop you or it will empower you 
to either make a decision that's going to give you the breakthrough to actualize the desires that you're asking for, that you're wanting to manifest into your life or not. That's how powerful this work is. So I'm going to go through very quickly the three main shadows, and there are more, but I, I'm going to go through the sh three main ones that I see showing up when I'm working with clients time and time again. And what I would like you to do is listen in, lean in to see which one do you identify the most with as I'm going through them? Which one do you connect with the most? Maybe you'll connect with all of them. Maybe it will be one that really stands out for you. And maybe there'll be aspects of each one. So just notice what you notice for yourself, right? The first one is the shadow of people pleasing. Now, when I see this with my clients, it usually stems from a cellular memory of not belonging, where they have grown up feeling like they haven't been accepted, that they, they feel unloved, or they've been neglected. And that comes from a very early stage in their lives. So many of my clients who have experienced this shadow or operate from this shadow, rather, they have experiences in their from their childhood where They've experienced shame or humiliation or embarrassment, feeling inadequate in front of others. Right, so notice what you're noticing from that, okay? And I'm only going to give you a whistle-stop tour of all of these things because I actually do have a free resource that I'm gifting everyone who wishes to have this. And I'll speak a bit about that towards the end. But that's the first shadow. How many of you identify with the shadow of people-pleasing? How many of you are doing the people-pleasing? Like you're always having to please others, um, satisfy their needs, make sure that their needs are met, even if it means compromising your own needs. Because all of these things, they're going to be showing up if you're you're operating from that shadow of people pleasing. So let's move on to the second one. The second one is the shadow of overcompensation. This stems from experiences where you were made to feel like you were not enough, that you weren't good enough, that there is uh, that you're superfluous to needs. A lot of my clients describe feeling like they were a burden or they felt like they owed people because they were a burden. And so if you identify with this issue, when many of my clients who do, they tend to have experiences from the past where they were compared with other people. Either it was comparing with their siblings or their cousins or somebody else. And there was always this comparison. And so the tendency is to think that you're not good enough. And with that tendency is this need to overcompensate, like to be perfectionist. So I'm, I'm going to be so good at this thing that they've got to notice me. I'm going to overcompensate. I'm going to like really put myself out there. I'm going to make sure they see and I'm proving to them. It's this proving energy that people with, who are operating from the shadow of compensation often have, right? How many of you identify with this? How many of you can connect with this shadow? Let me know. So then the third shadow is the shadow of being in control. 
Now this, I am going to hold my hands up here. This is coming from Control Freak Central right here. Okay. This stems from experiences where there was no room for error as you were growing up. You had to be perfect. I remember growing up that we were from a culture where my dad was really strict and it was like children should be seen and not heard. And so you had to be perfect. My mom was all about etiquette. You need to show up in a certain way. You couldn't have your elbows on the table. Like I'm talking proper etiquette. And so there was no room for error. You needed to be perfect all the time. And usually when I see this with my clients, it normally, not always, but normally stems from something that happened in your life, in an earlier part of your life, where you were forced to grow up really fast. Maybe there was a death in the family. Maybe there was some form of abuse that was going on within the relationship dynamics. Maybe there was a falling apart of the family structure and you had to be and step up and be the glue that held the family together, the responsible one, the one that everyone turns to, to leans on for support and things like that, right? So you have to grow up really fast. And so many of my clients who have this shadow and are operating from this shadow, it's usually linked to this feeling or this experience of not feeling safe, that they don't feel safe and secure. And so they overcompensate by trying to control everything, trying to micromanage other people's feelings and emotions, try to micromanage what other people are saying or thinking about them. And they get so busy with that, that that just causes them a distraction from where they really want to be going. That pulls them off their soul's path as they start to get distracted with trying to be control every little aspect of their life because that's what makes them feel safe. So how many of you resonate with that? I was reading Arshad's comment saying overcompensation is my main jam. Yeah, I actually relate to all of these. And I'm sure there are people in this audience who will relate to more than one of these. And this is cool. But the next step from here, just knowing about the shadows is how are they showing up for you? How do they show up in your bank account? How are they showing up in your relationships? If you are seeking or on the search for your soulmate, how might, how do you think being in control all the time may be showing up with finding your soulmate? Or how do you think the shadow of uh, overcompensation, trying to overcompensate and prove yourself might be showing up in your work or even in your relationships? Right? How do you think people pleasing is showing up? How do you think that might be showing up in your finances? People pleasing. How many of you have ever given your money away freely to other people and then been left out of pocket yourself? Yeah, because if those are the kinds of things that you're thinking, oh, wow, I recognize myself in that, then that may be a shadow that you are operating from. So I said at the beginning that the first stage was firstly know what shadow work really is. It's about acknowledging them so that you can start to notice where it's showing up. The second stage is to start to bring that harmony and balance the energies between your gifts and your shadows. But in order to even get to that second stage, there's a stage in between. 
And that is to start noticing how it may be showing up in all walks of your life. And so for those of you who would like to learn a little bit more about this, discover what that means for you in your world, then I have created a free guide, how to alchemize your shadows. Your creative blueprint shadows is what I call it because my methodology, it's the creative blueprint method that I use with clients. And so if you would like to download your free copy, then you can either go to the link in my bio or DM me and I can send you the link for that. So thank you so much for joining. Does anyone have any questions or would like to share anything that's popped for you as I've been talking through this? So Arshad says the guide is extremely helpful in understanding your shadows in depth. Oh, thank you, Arshad. Yeah, I created it so it shows you where those can be showing up. So you can start to recognize that. And when you start to recognize that, remember, is when you can get to change that for yourself. The change can only come when you acknowledge that you are operating from shadow. Otherwise, as I said in the beginning, these things are usually unconscious. You're acting and operating from a wounded aspect of yourself. And when you're acting and operating from a wounded aspect of yourself, you're not making the best decisions and choices in your life. So someone's asking, is it similar to addressing your defense mechanisms? Yeah, absolutely. When you're operating from shadow, you are in defense mode. You're always, you've got your barriers up, your barriers towards other people. The barriers could be energetic barriers. So if you're manifesting for things and you've got your energetic barriers up, you are the person who's standing in your own way, not anybody else, not anybody else's a jealousy or nazar or all these other excuses that we use, but it's you standing in your own way of receiving. And this is why it's so important to get, not just get familiar, but really acquaint yourself with your shadows. Because here's the thing, guys, many people are not sharing this because it's, it's not a sexy and glamorized way to share this work. You've got to get familiar and acquainted with your shadows because they're going to be with you throughout your life. These are not things that suddenly disappear, that you do one mindset hack and then it's gone. It will show up over and over again. Every new evolution of yourself, every time you step into wanting to expand your desires or wanting to expand in your life or wanting to grow bigger or do more, which you naturally will because that's how we are designed. We are not designed to just say, okay, I'm going to do this and this and then that's your lot, I've had it. We're always going to be wanting to, that's the whole process of evolving, right? You evolve into that new version of yourself, the next version, the level up. You've achieved this thing now. Like I'll use myself as an example. There was a stage in my life where I really wanted a soulmate. And then once I had the soulmate, the next thing was, okay, now I want to build this family. When I had the family, then it was building a business that allowed me to spend quality time with my family. And then I got to build the business. And now I want to generate more money with that business to afford the kind of lifestyle that I want to share with my family. And this is like going to be ongoing over and over and over again. Someone says that that's me. I've always been told I'm getting in my own way. Yeah, 
we we mostly do get in our own way. We need to step away and just allow universe, God, source, whatever you want to call that higher power, that energy to work through us. But the way to do that is to clear your channels. You've got to open up your channels to receive from that divine source, that energy, whatever you call that, so that that energy can go through you and actualize what you say you desire. But you got to step out of your own way and shadows will keep you distracted. Shadows are the things that are going to keep you contracted and contorting yourself to try and fit into someone else's box because you're trying to either overcompensate, you're people pleasing, or you're trying to control everything. Do you see how it works? That is exactly what I'm talking about. And so this work is really, really important. It's deep. It doesn't happen overnight. And it's one day at a time. You take it one day at a time, one step at a time, and you continue to work. You continue to evolve. And the more that you evolve, the deeper you can do, the deeper you can go with your shadows. And then it gets to be fun. That's when you get out of the cycle of I need to fix this thing. I need to fix my mindset. Then this thing can show up. I need to think more positive. I need to affirm this. I need to visualize this harder and really visualize it. Like then all of that suddenly disappears because you embody the energy. And that, my friends, is what I call empowered, embodied manifesting, when you become the energy so that the universe doesn't have any choice but to deliver. That's what happens. Of course, the shadows will distract us because that's the safe haven we've come to learn, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of conditioning that keeps us in shadow. Some of it is intentional. Some of it is designed so that we are always in shadow and we never realize our own power. And some of it is just because of the way that society has been built, because of the way our culture has been structured, because of the way our family units have been built. And you get to dismantle that. If this is speaking to you, it's speaking speaking to you because you are here to dismantle it. And you the way that you dismantle it is you work on yourself. You work on your desires. Your desires were planted in your heart for a reason. If you are still connected to that desire, even if you failed over and over again to manifest that, or it's never happened, you've tried all the things, but your connection to having that thing is still strong, it's still present. You may not believe it's possible, but you still want that thing. Then you better believe it. There is a frigging reason for that. Because I believe your desires are the breadcrumb trails that your soul leaves you to guide you along your soul's path. And once you get on your soul's path, it becomes so much easier to manifest because now you are in alignment with what is true for your soul. You are in alignment with what you are here on this planet at this time to do. And everything you need for your soul's path will be delivered to you. I promise you that it will be delivered to you. You get to choose how you want to 
do your soul's path or your purpose. You get to choose whether you want to do it in a Ferrari or in a Renault Clio. That's your choice. You get to choose if you want to do it in a one-bedroom flat or a five-bedroom mansion. You get to choose that for you. Whatever, and there's no right or wrong here. There's no like, oh, you should be doing it that way. That's not true. That's the conditioning. I have a friend who said, well, I've never really wanted to have a home of my own. I quite like the idea of like traveling whenever I want and just booking hotels in all these different places in all these different countries. I get that right now. It's not a thing. It's not possible. But that's that was her thing. That was what she really wanted. Whereas me, I always, I want a home. I want to be secure in one place and then maybe have some holiday homes for sure. But I want a secure base that I know it's always there. And that's my that's my space that I get to go to. It's my home. But that doesn't mean she's right or I'm right and she's wrong. It's just different. It's different strokes for different folks. And the more you get to honor that about yourself and discover what that truly is for you, you're not operating from shadow, from trying to please others and then trying to manifest the things that they want for you rather than what's actually true for you. Because if you are manifesting someone else's dreams for you, good luck with that. It ain't ever going to happen. You've got to get clear on what is true for you and your soul. And so the first step to take in doing that is learn about your shadows. So the free shadow guide, as I said, it's in my bio. If you can't find the link, drop me a DM. I will send you the link. It's free. You've got nothing to lose and so much to gain. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. Sunni HP says, haha, that's me trying to manifest harder and affirm aggressively. I've been there, done that. And you are in good company because I know many of my clients have been there, done that. I've written so many affirmations, recited them until my throat hurt. I've written them until my hands cramped. And you know what? None of it worked for me. What worked was when I started to bring that harmony, when I started to operate from a space where the two can coexist, my scarcity, the lack, and the desire. And here's the thing, and I always say this to my clients, what if you could be a hot mess and still manifest? You can still work on that stuff. You can still work on your mindset and your shadows and bits and pieces that need work, but that doesn't need to put your manifestation on hold. You don't need to stop actualizing your desires just because you're working on this thing over there. What if you could have the best of both worlds? And here's the possibility I'm inviting you into because it is absolutely possible. You just need to make the choice and only you can make the choice. Nobody else can do it for you. You're so welcome. But yeah, grab that guide, see what pops for you. And if you do grab that guide and you're having your awarenesses pinging, DM me, let me know what is popping for you. What did you become aware of? What light bulb moments did you have that now you're going to be watching out for? I would love to hear from you guys. Okay, so I'm going to hop off. 
Thank you so much for joining. For those of you watching live and your beautiful energy and presence and for those watching the replay and I will catch you soon. Take care. See you later. For those of you listening in to this transmission on the podcast, the link to the free shadows guide is in the show notes. So check that out. Until next time, thank you for your time, your energy and presence today. And if this episode has been useful, go ahead and leave a review and follow me so you're notified each time a new episode drops. As always, connect with me on Instagram or drop a comment below on the podcast and let me know what awarenesses pinged for you from this episode. I love hearing from you. Bye for now.